everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. On this episode, we're actually going into a creator, blogger, influencer topic um, that's on Pinterest, and it's a big thing called the idea pins. So as you all know, or maybe, maybe you don't know, it's your first time listening, and make sure that you come back and listen to more episodes. But for those who don't know and those who do know, I am an influencer coach, as well as I have an influencer course called the Influencer Biz, and it is a course and coaching for influencers, bloggers, and creators of all sizes to help level up their business so they can grow and generate more revenue where I'm teaching them the strategies and tactics that I use that have led me basically to go from teaching and earning a teacher salary um, and a strong in teacher salary. I started around 55K to now doubling that and making double the amount as a full-time influencer. But that is more about the course. Um, if you're interested in the course, you can visit my blog, livinglesh.com and go to the Influencer Biz and enroll. We do have open enrollment right now, or you can sign up for a direct coaching session. But enough about that. That was a little pitch, you know, a little throw that in there. But let's talk today about Pinterest and the idea pins. So Pinterest has been around for a very long time. Pinterest has been used or was traditionally used by bloggers, and it's still used by bloggers to share out content. And then as social media came about, um, different social media people, whether you're on Instagram and now on TikTok, everyone is using that platform to go and actually take the content they're creating now that Pinterest allows video and pushing that out there to reach a wider audience. So in probably this past year or so, idea pins came out on Pinterest. A lot of people are going, well, what is this? It's another type of content to create. You know, all these platforms are asking for this, that, and the other. Do I really have time? And I will go in to say this, that if you are not making time for Pinterest, you need to. And if you're not making time for idea pins because you're on your own Pinterest, you need to. Idea pins are Pinterest's biggest thing that they're pushing. Um, just like how if you're on Instagram, the biggest thing they're pushing is reels. Um, there's certain content that TikTok favors. There's certain content now on YouTube that they're pushing shorts out there because it's a shorter version. Because you know, all of these social media platforms are competing with each other to kind of basically get people to stay on their platforms. So Pinterest is no different. It's a social media platform that's looking to have you generate content rich content on their platform that keeps you there, that keeps more people looking there and searching there. And the great thing about Pinterest is Pinterest is a place where everyone goes for inspiration. So like I said, if you're not on that platform, go on Pinterest. Um, I mean, if you think about it to yourself is, you either Google something or you Pinterest something. And if you Google something like such as a party or you need some inspiration, it may take you to Pinterest. So Pinterest is a great way, whether you have a website or not, to get your content out there. If you're on Instagram, simply by taking your photo that you just posted, posting it again on Pinterest, and then actually linking your Instagram post, you're now getting more views. People are coming now clicking on it and coming back to you. 
It's great for affiliate marketing as well. But let me focus today on idea pins. So you may be listening to this episode because you're not sure about it, you don't even know about it, and you wanna learn more about it, or maybe that you're, you've been using idea pins, but you're going, how can I get better at using idea pins where I can help grow and get those thousands upon millions of views and engagement and grow my following on Pinterest? Because it's great. It's Again, it reaches a wider audience and brings new followers and new people in. Over the years for me, I've actually used Pinterest to get more followers to my blog, uh, more subscribers to my blog, more views. And then now with social media, I actually am continuously getting new followers on Instagram um, from Pinterest because I'm linking my content there as well. And it also great works great for, I use um, Shop LTK. I get a lot of affiliate income from Pinterest. So let's talk about idea pins. Idea pins are basically somewhat like stories. If you're if you're familiar with stories on any platform, whether you're on Instagram, TikTok, uh, maybe you're on um, Google Web Stories. If you haven't heard about Google Web Stories, um, I have another episode um, that I talk about that. So make sure you listen to that episode if you want to hear more about that. It's another great way to. Um, further content and bring new viewers in, reaching a wider audience. But that's what idea pins are. They are these individual frames that can be video or um, static images that you can post and they create these like stories that are kind of mostly how-tos or you know they, they generate some kind of buzz or explain something, um, but something for someone to follow along with, like a mini story. And what Pinterest is actually doing to get creators and influencers to create more content in form of idea pins is they actually have um, the creator um, rewards. I'm currently in that program. It's still in um, kind of an invite only phase. It's not open to everybody, but basically every month you have these challenges where if you post a certain amount of um, idea pins, you get a certain amount of money. So the first month I was in, if I posted one idea pin every week and I submitted it, I was able to make $1,500. Um, and those change month to month. And there's not only just one challenge, there's multiple challenges, and you can create as many idea pins as you want to meet them all. So when you're creating idea pins, and one reason you want to, whether you're in the Creator Awards program or not, is that it allows you to reuse your content. Um, so let's start there. So again, you're you're creating these idea pins and they're stories that maybe you're already creating stories on your other platforms. Um, and it's simple, like if you're on Instagram and you're creating a story that follows one topic or something, it's easy to take that down and save the video or save the image and repost it. Um, one thing that I definitely use it for is reels. Reels, you know, sometimes when you're on Instagram, it's hit or miss. You could have one that goes viral and you could have one that tanks. With the algorithm changing so much, you really never know what's going to happen. You kind of post it and hold your breath and hope that something really great happens. Um, but with Pinterest, at least you kind of can know what is going to be favored. So you can take reels and post even the cover image along with the video, and that can be an idea pin. Like idea pin can be from one frame to you know, 10, 20. It can be a large frame. Of course, the sweet spot is keeping it between like, you at least wanna have two or three to maybe like eight. 
Um, that's the sweet spot that I found. But you can use content on from multiple platforms and put them in the idea pins. Now, how do you think about, you know, what, what should I be posting? People probably ask that all the time. What are some great ways to know what to post that get things that rank? When I first started, it was hard for me to figure that out at first because I actually didn't have a strategy. I was just taking content from my other platforms. I was taking reels. I was taking stories. I was taking a collection of um, photos that followed, like maybe, you know, great outfits for summer and I was posting those in consecutive images and creating those stories without really any thought as to what I was posting or any general strategy. And some of those posts did really well where they would come in and I would immediately in the first two days get, you know, 2000 plus impressions and they just skyrocketed. Um, but eventually I realized I should be doing the same thing that I do for my Pinterest pins. Pinterest has trends there's and, and forecasted trends if you go on pinterest you actually can go if you have a creator account a business account you can go into a section that literally says trends and it tells you what people are searching for at the end of the day pinterest is is ultra like it, it focuses on seo it's looking for people who are searching for certain things and that is the content that comes up in front of people so of course if you want more eyes you have to look to see who what people are searching for so one thing you definitely want to do is when you're thinking about what content to post, um, and I've, I've realized this is also working for other social media platforms because people, when they're searching for things, typically are going to multiple platforms to search. You know, it, it depends on the season. It depends on any upcoming holidays. So I would go on Pinterest and I would look at the trends and I would help to shape that for blog posts, for some of the content I was creating specifically for the idea pins, but also content that I was creating for my Instagram reels and TikTok. So I'm thinking people might be searching for that as well. So again, it's doubling up on that content. Now with Pinterest idea pins, you wanna focus still on that, that um, video content. So like I was saying with idea pins, you can post a collection of static images and videos. But like every platform that we have out here, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, it's focusing a lot and pushing a lot of video content. So you can still have those static images, but one thing you wanna start off with is posting a, a video. And usually you wanna start with a video. I know it's not as clean as some people do, like I still do it where the first um, slide in my idea pin is actually an image and then it has a cover and then it goes into the video. But you wanna go back and forth with those. And you can kind of make it so that, you know, each section of the, of the, the, the idea pin is a different part of the uh, video. So even here's an example of something that I do is if I'm doing a, a travel reel, usually when I'm doing a reel and I'm putting it on Instagram, what I'll do is I'll take the different clips that I've taken. And usually those are the ones I've posted on stories and I'll go and I'll put it together as one video and post it. Cause of course, when you're putting those kind of travel mini vlogs together on Instagram, you're putting it as one video. Well, before I put it as one video, I take those little frames that I probably save for stories and then I made them an idea pin. So I'll say, you know, spending a day in Boston and I'll show different places that we visited with those video pins. But of course the first video of that is actually, you know, the video of us walking around, maybe just like a short clip of us walking, a short overlook of Boston, and then it goes into like a travel itinerary. Pinterest is favoring the travel content as people go on there. They're traveling inspiration, how-tos, recipes that people go on Pinterest for. So you're kind of wanting to look at those. 
Pinterest also allows you with those idea pins to make small edits. They have um, audio on there that they're looking for you to use. They obviously want you to use their audio. Um, it's more favored. You can add text overlays. That's up to you. And then when you get to the end, it actually allows you to post your pin, but create keywords that it associates with. So make sure you're adding those. At the end, don't just leave the title and click, I'm done. Um, and you don't necessarily have to post it to a board. That was one great thing I really loved about idea pins is you don't just post it to a board. You can, but you actually can go in there and say, choose associated keywords. So it allows you to categorize things. So when people are searching for stuff, your idea pins will pop up in those categories. You also want to look at the supplies, notes, ingredients. Um, try to put keywords in those sections. That's great for SEO on Pinterest. There are certain aspects that I do. So if I am actually posting a, a, recipe, I'll go in and post the ingredients. And the next thing I'll it was post the instructions. If there is a project, a DIY project I did, I'll post, um, and in those, um, supplies, I'll post the supplies. If it's not really related to anything else, um, I'll go into notes and just post random information or post it like a caption that is keyword rich. It helps with searchability. So those are key things you want to include. Don't just post the title and go, well, I didn't have any ingredients or supplies and there's nothing else I really want to say. I just want to move forward. The only thing that idea pins do not include at this time are links. So you can't necessarily go and say, okay, I want to post a collection of all of the, the outfits I wore for spring, um, that I want to, I want to do a collection of them. And then each frame has a link. So like, um, if you go back to my episode on this podcast about Google stories, Google web stories, you can do that in those stories where you can post static images and each of those slides has a link and you can link it to your affiliate. Maybe you're on shop LTK, which is exactly what I do. And people can link and actually go shop that look. Um, unfortunately on Pinterest, you cannot do that. Those Pinterest idea pins. So obviously on Pinterest itself, if you post a general pin, you could obviously include links, but the idea pins don't allow for links. Um, I'm not sure why they don't have it yet. I'm hoping they're adding it at some point. So the only place you can really put in links is notes where people have to copy and paste it. Um, so that's just kind of one thing to keep in mind. As you're creating the idea pins, idea pins can be created on web and on the phone. Um, but what I have found out is that Pinterest idea pins actually come out a whole lot better and actually do a lot more better with reach and impressions if you actually create it on the app. So it looks like Pinterest is wanting people to actually go use it on the app. I think they're thinking, or there's probably some thought behind it that, okay, well, if they're on the app, that means they're not going on these other social media apps or actually focusing on our app. So try to create it from your app. Again, if you're already creating content on other social media platforms, you probably have that content saved on your phone. So it's easier just to have the app and create the idea to pin on there. Um, also, as you are creating those idea pins, just kind of keep in mind that if you have one single story, don't be afraid not to post it. If it's just one video, what I do is I actually post the video as a normal pin and post it as an idea pin. You can double up on the content. Um, I haven't found that it actually hurts me. Um, the only thing is that I'm getting one pin, the regular pin with the video now has a link to it that I can actually get people to go to wherever I want them to go, where the idea pin is just kind of pushing more content and bringing more impressions, upping my analytics, um, also bringing me new followers, where I'm able to, when I'm sharing, 
sharing other content that's, you know, feeding back into the other content that I'm posting, whether pins that lead to blog posts or pins that lead to other social media posts. So it's kind of a ro round robin kind of thing, I guess, if you want to think it that way, is everything's just kind of spinning in circles to create that, that content. Um, so as you're doing all of that, you kind of just want to keep that in mind of what you're doing. Multi-purpose, multi-purpose, multi-purpose. I can't say it enough. Um, there are a lot of people out there who will say, and I've heard this, is people say, don't repurpose your reels or TikToks and put them on there. What they're saying is if you have a TikTok or a reel that you've downloaded and it now has that watermark on it, don't do that. That is one thing I did learn. Like any other platform, if you go post an Instagram reel that now has your Instagram watermark and go post it on TikTok, TikTok will see it and vice versa. Pinterest does the same thing. What you need to be doing is if you have, if you're taking video content I do this all the time. If I'm out actually taking stories for Instagram or I'm, I'm taking video content, I actually don't take it in the platform. Um, I know there's like different things that go back and forth. With Instagram stories, you can you could obviously download the, um, the video before you post it. It doesn't have any watermark on it. Um, so I usually try to create all of my content, video content, just in the the video aspects. If I'm on my iPhone, I'll go into the camera, I'll do it there. And then I can post the different content on different platforms in its different form. I'm not actually taking the reel, downloading it, and then putting it on Pinterest. I'm not taking a TikTok, downloading it. You don't want those watermarks on there. Pinterest will notice it. Um, so that's what we're talking about when you see people who are going, okay, you know, don't repurpose the content. They're not saying don't repurpose the content or use it on multiple platforms. They're saying don't download it and leave that watermark. So make sure that's not something you're doing um, on any platform whenever you're across using content. It, it goes bad for every platform. Um, you could always obviously, you know, try to make things a little special when you're on the mobile app and you're creating it, you know, adding audio, music, you're putting clips, they have stickers you can add. So make your content appealing. Basically, rule of thumb, first thing is start, find the content you want to post, look at that trends, look at forecasted trends, create the content, have it on your phone. Um, look, think about keywords, you know, upload it, try to edit it within the app itself. That's going to be great. And then kind of move forward, try different things, see what's hitting, see what's not hitting. Um, it's a great thing to do. I just kind of go with the flow. And then at a certain point, once you reach out, those reward programs will expand and you'll be great at it. Um, I go more in depth about my specific strategies on Pinterest pins and idea pins and all of that things with Pinterest in my influencer course. There's going to be, there's a bonus section that's specifically about it. And then of course, in my coaching, I help others with growing their Pinterest and of course, becoming more searchable um, on their social media as well as their blog. So if you're interested in that, make sure to head over to my blog, livinglesh.com and look at the influencer biz course or my coaching options and sign up there to get more in depth about this. But this is just kind of a, a high level overview, some high level aspects aspects and information and tactics on using idea pins that will hopefully help you to, to get an idea pin, start creating more and kind of have an idea of where to go with that. Um, but on that note, that is basically what I've come to share with you all. Again, I hope you all got something out of this. I love talking about influencer topics. Um, 
If you're listening for the first time on the That Looks Life podcast, or even if you're a return listener, make sure to please go and leave a review on the That Looks Life podcast on whatever platform you're on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, the more that there's traction in this podcast, the more reviews, the higher up it ranks, and then the the bigger and more influential and great, even though all of my my guests are great, the more guests I can bring bring on to give you those expert ideas and talk about things and have those those conversations. So again, thank you for tuning in. I hope you find this useful. Again, make sure to leave a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.